It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand, and Happy New Year. That's right, it is the end of 2014, and you tuned in for show number 95 for the week of December 31st, 2014, and we have all kinds of fun. Because coming in with the new year, you have all those newspapers rolling out, it's extra, extra, read all about it, as well as getting forward into technology. And with us here this week to celebrate the new year, we have none other than Luke Edwards. Yes, Luke Edwards, who you may remember from Disney's Newsies, as well as great 80s classics like The Wizard, Mother's Boys, Little Big League, and many others. And Luke is going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things. What was it like working with Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis on The Wizard, as well as being part of the iconic Disney classic musical, Newsies. He's going to talk about a variety of different things, including what he's doing now as well. So Luke's going to stop in and celebrate the new year with all of you D-heads. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-team. That's right, you have questions and he has answers, and Aaron's going to answer all your last-minute 2014 questions in I Want to Know. And this week, since it is the new year, we're going to take a look back at what just happened this week in Disney history. And let's not forget the holiday music, the fun. It doesn't end now. We don't stop playing Christmas music until after the new year. So we're going to have a magical music review with a little bit more holiday tunes with our very own page. And let's not forget the vault, because holiday movies, they just don't end. We continue to watch those too here at the show, and we have Jason going deep into the vault with another Blu-ray and DVD you want to add to your collection. There's all kinds of Disney magic and fun, and like I said, we don't stop celebrating the holidays just because Christmas is over. We celebrate them for the full 12 days of Christmas, which isn't until after the new year. So all of you D-heads, with that said, extra, extra, read all about it. The new year is coming up. It is the end of 2014. So before I kick off the show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% on your next Walt Disney World trip just by purchasing unused vacation club members points right through dvc-rental.com you can save that money and stay at the best locations like the grand floridian the polynesian animal kingdom and more just by booking through dvc-rental.com the official sponsor of Diz radio so all of you d heads with that said the new year is here let's officially kick off show number 95 for the week of december 31st 2014 and happy happy new year That's my cigar, you'll steal another. Hey bummers, we got work to do. Since when did you become me, mother? I stop ya ballin'. Hey, <laughs> who asked you?
Central Park, it's guaranteed. Try any banker, Obama, Obama. They almost all know how to read. I smell money, you smell foul. Met this girl last night. I'll blow your elbow past the towel. For a buck, I'm It takes an orphan with a stutter. Who ain't afraid to use his fist? Summer states and winters waiting. Welcome to New York. Boy, ain't nature fascinating when you've got a
Envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. I tell the city how to think. I tell the city how to vote. I shape its future. Publisher Joseph Pulitzer ran New York City. There's lots of money down there in those streets, gentlemen. I want to know how I can get more of it. Newsboy Jack Kelly was running from his past. You were in jail? Well, I was starving, so I stole some food. He had nothing until Pulitzer's Green charged the newsies more for their papers. They can't get away with this. Gave him something to fight for. Are we just going to take what they give us? No! Or are we going to strike? Yeah! Walt Disney Pictures presents... Pulitzer me wild don't know. An all-new musical event. Featuring seven new songs from the Academy Award-winning composer of The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. We're going up against the most powerful man in New York City. You have to fight them. I want an example, May. To those who would dare to leave. If we don't act together, then we're none. We don't stick together, we're none. I'll break you, boy. So what you gonna be? In 1899, he challenged the power of the press and discovered the power of the people. Sometimes all it takes is a voice. Strike! It becomes a hundred. And then a thousand. Christian Bale and Robert Duvall. Hey, this is Luke Edwards from Newsies, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Now that I've learned how to celebrate Christmas in the ocean, why don't we all imagine that we're on a magical island, our very own Christmas island, oh, so we can all celebrate together. Come get away from sleigh bells, come get away from snow, come spend a fun-filled Christmas here. It's a great place to go How'd you like to spend Christmas On Christmas Island How'd you like to spend the holiday Away across the sea How'd you like to spend Christmas On Christmas Island How'd you like to hang a stocking on a great big coconut tree How'd you like to stay up late like the islanders do Wait for friends to come sailing with your presents in a canoe 
day your Christmas dreams come true. Happy holidays, you found a very special place where we can spend these Christmas days so close together. Sing along with us and just the joy we share will make us close forever. Now everyone, happy holidays, you found a very special place where we can spend these Christmas days so close together. Sing along with us and just the joy we share will make us close forever. Our Christmas on Christmas Island Where you'll never stray for every day Your Christmas dreams come true And we'll be right there So close to you <laughs> We'll see you there soon Hey, D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand. Wow, it's dark in here. Wow, and now it's too bright. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. Kari, Kari McKean. It's like Carrie only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E. And only one R and an I instead of an I. It's Disney On Demand. Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig. You know, with the reassuring of the parent and all. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. I just wish I could forget the whole thing. You will, kid. You will. All right, all of you D-heads, I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for our last show of 2014. Yes, show number 95 for the week of December 31st, 2014. It is all kinds of fun on the horizon. We have many things coming up, including our very special guest, Luke Edwards, who you know from the classic 80s movie, The Wizard, Little Big League, as well as Disney's iconic classic, Newsies. And Luke's going to stop in and celebrate the new year with all of you D-heads. We have the D-team on the horizon with their signature segments and all kinds of fun. So before I officially kick off the show here, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's DIZradio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blog, our lifetime of Disney player, all kinds of fun right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's DIZradio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe to the latest shows right there on your mobile device in Stitcher Radio or iTunes and get the latest shows right there on your device to listen to as soon as they hit the airwaves. So all VD heads, with that out of the way, I'm not going to do news like I normally do. Many shows out there are probably going to be doing a retrospect, a look back at the year, fantastic things. I love them as well. You know, there's many, much news on the horizon, but... 
One, I'm dealing with a lot of sick kids in my family. It's just been going around like crazy. You know, people sick on Christmas as well as I'm sick here this week. But what I want to do is I just want to take a moment as we push forward here in the show. The show is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Come on, it's New Year's Eve. Do you really want to hear me yapping, yapping, yapping all show long? Probably not. So... I'm just going to give it a little bit of a thank you to everybody here. What I want to do is give a look back at 2014 and the highlights. And first, I got to thank you, all of the D-heads. You guys make the show happen. We do this show for you. You are the reason that we put out this show every single week, bringing you these special guests, the D-team, all of the news, the segments, and more. You make the magic happen. So thank you. You are the reason that this show continues to be a new kind of Disney show that continues to be something different and unique that doesn't exist out there. You are that reason. You're the reason that we continue to bring this magic to you. So thank you, all the D-heads. And in look Looking back at 2014, I have to say we've had some fantastic guests this past year. Now we are coming up on our 100th episode and I do have to say this week it is show number 95 and out of 95 shows we've had 94 special guests and we've had everybody on from Bill Farmer, John Ratzenberger, Helen Reddy, I mean just so many great guests and in this past year We've had fantastic guests stopping in here this year. I mean, we've had some great people. Helen Reddy stopped back once again. We also had Larry Bagby, yes, Ice from Hocus Pocus, as well as many voice actors like Corey Burton, who you know is Captain Hook, and many other people. I mean, this last year, the list could go on and on. I am just baffled by the amount of guests that we are able to get here at the show and bring these guests to you, all the D-heads. I am truly blessed. Looking back at 2014, I mean, we've had a great guest list. Jerry Mathers, yes, the beaver. And you all know the Disney Channel show, still the beaver that was out in the early 80s. We've had Don Wells, yes, Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. I mean, just a lot of great guests have been here on the show this year. From Avonlea, Kids Incorporated, the Disney Channel, I mean, fantastic guests. I just got to say, I am truly blessed. And remember, you can find all these guests in our archives. Now, since I am continuing on with the thank yous, no thank yous would be complete without the D-Team. Now, the D-Team are the ones that create all those great segments for you every single week here at the show. And I got to extend a very special thank you to all the D-Team. Yes, we have Aaron. He's always digging in and answering those questions with I want to know. I mean, you guys send in some great questions, sometimes complex sometimes very simple but Aaron has been digging his hand into that virtual mailbag for years now and he has been answering all of those questions and I also like to thank our very first D-Team member yes many people may not know this but Lexi our D-Team member from Down Under was the very first member of the D-Team here at Diz Radio. So I'd like to extend that very special thank you to Lexi as well for bringing the Hollywood Walk, looking in at our special guests every single week here at the show, getting you a little more familiar with the names behind our guests, you know, with their history and pretty much everything that they've done in their television, movie careers, their history, their acting career. And Lexi brings all of that to all of you with the Hollywood Walk. Now, Lexi is taking off here this week for the new year because coming up, In 2015, yes, Lexi is heading to America. Yes, our very own DT member from Down Under is working as part of the college program at Walt Disney World. So fear not, we're going to have more coming from Lexi in the upcoming weeks. So get ready for that, all of you D-heads. Now, I'd also like to thank many others involved here, including Caitlin. Yes, our DT member who brings you the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort 
with WDWN2. Caitlin is always looking at what's going on that week within the company. I mean, so many times there's so many things happening at Walt Disney World, from music, parks, guests, music, and more, and Caitlin brings all that magic to you. And let's not forget Paige. Now, Paige, we all know, was in band. She loves music. She's a great college student, and let's just say... Paige brings a little bit of magic with a magical music review. Hey, you know, when it comes to Disney, nothing is more Disney than music and magic. I mean, everybody knows Disney music, and Paige brings us that magical music review. And finally, yes, for this year, 2014, let's not forget our newest D-Team member from this year, Nathan. Yes, Nathan has stepped in, jumped right in, fits right in here with the D-Team, and gives you that look back with what happened within Disney history every single week. So... With all of that, I gotta give an extensive thank you to the D-Team here in 2014. Yes, Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, Lexi, and... Yeah, you you guys thought I was forgetting one, didn't you? I had to do it. I had to do it because I knew he'd be listening and saying, Hey, what about me? Jason. Yes, Jason with the vault. Always giving us the movie magic. If it's one thing our show is based upon, it is our special guests that like to stop in here, and many of those special guests are part of Disney movie magic. And Jason is always bringing us the latest Blu-ray and DVD releases with The Vault. So, so many people involved here at the show. Yeah, you thought I forgot you, didn't you, Jason? I had to do it because I know you'd get my humor. Anyways, thank you to the D-Team, all the D-Team, and all of you D-Heads for listening in. 2014, fantastic year here at the show. I do feel blessed to have such great listenership as well as such a great team. Yes, Aaron, Nathan, Caitlin, Paige, Jason, and Lexi, all being part of the D-Team in 2014. Thank you. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, I'm going to leave it like that. I'm not going to do news. I'm not going to do much more. Like I said, I am a little sick here at the end of 2014, but it is what it is. But I just want to have a fun show. The last thing you want to hear is me rambling on all show long. And come on, we have a little bit of the past, a little bit of the future, because we have Luke Edwards stopping in here from Newsies and The Wizard. And I know many of you women out there, you are excited for this one as well. So Luke is going to be stopping in here very shortly. Now, I'm not going to be stopping back like I normally do with another news segment or things like that. Just the next time you hear me, I'm going to be stopping in with Luke Edwards. Yes, from The Wizard and Newsies. Now, before I let you go, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. And at DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% on your next Walt Disney World vacation by purchasing unused vacation club points and staying at the best Walt Disney World resorts like the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, Animal Kingdom, and more just by booking through DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor here at Diz Radio. So, all of you D-heads, if it seems I've been talking a lot slower, like I said, I am sick, but it is New Year's Eve. We're going to have fun. We have lots of things on the horizon. You have questions, he has answers, and Aaron's going to stop in with I Want to Know. We have Nathan taking a look back at This Week in Disney History, Paige with the Magical Music Review, Jason with The Vault, and the one and only Luke Edwards stopping in here very shortly as well. So, all of you D-heads, enjoy the New Year's Eve show here. Enjoy the music, the memories, and more. And let's continue on, and I'm going to release the reins to the D-Team. I'll be back, all of you D-Heads. I'm going to drink some uh, hot tea here and uh, hopefully get my throat in order in time for Luke Edwards. Be right back and continue on with our happy, happy new year, end of 2014. I wish I could be Santa Claus. 
for just one day. I'd fill a bag with kindness and I'd give it all away. I'd make the world a better place. I'd do that if I could. I love the way it feels inside when I do something good. I wish I could be Santa Claus. Imagine that. Although I could not fill his boots, I'd look great in his hat. I'd love the milk and cookies. And there's one more thing I'd do. I'd try to teach the kids to be a little more like you. We know that love can bless the heart when the tears begin to fall. We know that love is the message of the season, the greatest gift. And yes, one size fits all. I wish we could be Santa Claus. Perhaps we can. The job's about the giving, not the suit and not the man. It's, It's all about the caring and the part that we can play in spreading joy and peace on earth and, and love on Christmas Day. Tonight's Christmas show, we celebrate the holiday season with some of your favorite Olympic ice skating stars. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner, head of the Walt Disney Company. Hiya. During the holiday seasons here in Southern California, we don't get much ice or snow. Nope. So instead of ice skating, we're into rollerblading. It's a great way to get around a lot here at the Disney Studios. Well, gee, Michael, can you rollerblade? Well, Mickey, just a little. Oh, well, could you show us? Well, I'll give it a try. Whoa! Sunglasses out here. Good set. <laughs> What a dude. Okay. I'm off. Bye. So long. Be oh. careful, Michael. Yeah. Oh. Gee, Minnie, I, I hope he doesn't fall. Oh, but he can say that. Oh, no. Not the triple spin. Oh. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> my. Pretty good for an old guy. <laughs> oh, Michael. <laughs> you were great. <laughs> You know, Minnie, I'm a little out of practice. Yeah, sure. Enjoy tonight's show. Walt Disney presents Disney's Christmas Fantasy on Ice. Starring Olympic gold medalist Brian Boitano and three-time world champion Kurt Browning, silver medalist Peter and Kitty Carruthers, gold medalist Gordiva and Grinkoff, gold medalist Scott Hamilton, bronze medalist Nancy Kerrigan, gold medalist Katarina Vick, Also starring Bronson Pinchot and your favorite Disney friends. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey D-Heads, this is Aaron, and I'm back with another installment of I Want to Know. 
Hope everyone had a great Christmas. Think I love the period of time approaching Christmas as much as I do the day of. I'm already looking forward to next year. And with the new year approaching, I was thinking of what I was thankful for. Well, I'm really thankful for Cub Scouts and how it allows me to spend extra time with my son. We love the camping and other activities through the year. It's so much fun watching him grow up. Well, the virtual mailbag is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question this week is from Theodore Retlin, and he writes, Aaron, this Christmas was fun, and I watched a lot of Disney movies. My question was about a Disney Channel movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present. I saw it for the first time over break. I liked it as a TV movie. Can you tell me more about it? Is it on DVD? Are any of the stars doing anything else? Thank you, your D-Head. Well, this is a great holiday movie. I look forward to seeing it every year. It's about two friends who steal a weather machine that ends up being owned by Santa. The girls want it to snow in Los Angeles, but the machine gets out of control, causing a blizzard. Santa and two of his elves track the weather machine down and get it under control. It's a fun movie. The movie has not been released, but it is available as a digital download on Amazon and Google. You can also watch it on YouTube. Haley Hirsch, who played Allie, went on to play Daily in the children's series Flight 29 Down and as the second and final actress to portray Rachel Green on ER. Brenda Song, who played Sam, went on to play London Tipton in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and The Sweet Life on Deck. After many commercials and television roles in the late 90s, Song won a young artist award for her performance in The Ultimate Christmas Present. She made her screen debut in Santa with Muscles in 1996 and appeared in Like Mike in 2002. Her movies on the Disney Channel include Get a Clue in 2002 and Stuck in the Suburbs in 2004. Well, our final question this week is from Michelle S. of Oregon and she writes, My question for Diz Radio is about the Disney parks. At Epcot, I remember a show with the characters. It was on a bus, and they would get off and sing and stuff. For the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it. What was it called? Do they still do it? Well, I think you're referring to the Omnibuses. The Omnibuses were open, double-decker buses that guests could ride around World Showcase. For Mickey Mouse's 60th birthday in 1988, the buses were decorated and loaded with characters. Buses have not been in use for guests for some time now, and they only come out loaded with characters at certain times. Signs on the side of the buses will now read, Characters on Holiday. The double-decker bus was decorated with luggage, international flags, and Mickey Glove hubcaps. It would have made several stops around Epcot. Characters would spend 15 minutes posing for pictures and signing autographs. Guests could depend on seeing Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, Goofy, and Chip and Dale. A few other characters would join them, such as Donald Duck, Mr. Schmee, Pinocchio, Brer Bear, Baloo, Mushu, Winnie the Pooh, Genie, or Stitch. For a few years, the buses would come with characters to entertain guests waiting for the park to open behind the rope in front of Spaceship Earth. Boy, I sure do miss some of those, the good old days. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. 
Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next time, D-Heads. Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Allie and Samantha had the perfect plan for Christmas. The weather machine is missing. Until it snowballed out of control. The Los Angeles area is experiencing snow. Tonight. The important thing right now is to stop this storm. Disney Channel unwraps the ultimate Christmas present. This is so out of control. A Disney Channel original movie. Send in the elves. Elves. Do you have a problem with that? The ultimate Christmas present. Tonight, 7 p.m. 6 Central. Only on Disney Channel. They think we're nothing. Are we nothing? No! Pull the turn hearse. They think they got us. Do they got us? No! Even though we ain't got hats or badges, we're a union just by saying so. And the world will go. What's it gonna take to stop the wagons? Are we ready? Yeah! What's it gonna take to stop the scabbers? Can we do it? Yeah! We'll do what we gotta do until we break the will of mighty Bill and Joe.
Hey guys, this is Ryan Lambert from Monster Squad and Kids Incorporated, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hi D-Heads, a late Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's to you all. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. I'm going to toss out as much history as I can this week. There was a lot of it. This is going to be covering Christmas and New Year's. Branching off of that, starting out this double holiday week in Disney history, we start in 1885 with composer, radio commentator, and author Deems Taylor, who is the narrator of Disney's 1940 film Fantasia, being born in, in New York City. In 1887, comic actor Eric Bloor, who voiced J. Thaddeus Toad in Disney's 49 The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, is born in London, England. In 1900 even, Helen Hennessy, Disney's very first librarian, is born in Spokane, Washington. She was first hired in 1935 and was given the authority to organize and establish the Walt Disney Library, and she was also the wife of legendary layout artist Hugh Hennessy. Moving on to 1913, Imagineer, master model maker, and Disney legend Fred Yorger was born in Pekin, Illinois. Walt Disney handpicked him in 1953 to become one of his first three model makers. He also designed and constructed most of the rock work at Disney World for its 71 opening, including an atrium waterfall featured in the Polynesian Resort, as well as the Haunted Mansion tombstone that reads, Here lies good old Fred, a great big rock fell on his head. Rest in peace. And that is also a tribute to him as well. <clears throat> in 1917, Frankie Darrow, the voice of Lampwick in 1940's Pinocchio, is born to a husband and wife aerialist team in Chicago, Illinois. In 1936, a baby girl named Sharon May is born, and less than two weeks later she will be adopted by Walt and his wife Lillian. In 1937, Disney's first feature-length animated film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, premiered at the Carthay Circle Theater, located in Los Angeles, California. In 1944, Disney's seventh animated feature, The Three Caballeros, premiered in wor its world premiere in Mexico City. In 1948, actor Samuel L. Jackson, Mr. Where Is My Super Suit himself, the voice of Lucius Best and Frozone in the 2004 The Incredibles, is born in Washington, D.C. In 1949, Walt Disney's Lily Bell steam engine is tested at his studio. The engine is part of his new railroad layout at the garden of his home on Carrollwood Drive and in the district of Los Angeles, California. In 1954, the Disney live-action film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, starring Kirk Douglas, James Mason, and Peter Lorre is released. It's also only the sixth film ever to be shot using CinemaScope, which is a widescreen filming format. In 1960, Disney's live-action Swiss Family Robinson, based on the book, was released alongside with The Horse with the Flying Tail. In 1963, Disney's 18th animated film, The Sword of the Stone, is released. Moving on to 1969, the live touring show Disney on Parade debuts in Chicago, Illinois. In 1977, 82,938 guests visited Walt Disney World on this day, and keep in mind, at this time, there was only just one theme park, being the Magic Kingdom only. In 1979, the Walt Disney Productions live-action science fiction feature, The Black Hole, is released in theaters in the U.S. In 1982, attendance at Walt Disney World, now with two parks, Magic Kingdom and Epcot, reaches a high of 123,000 people. 
1987, Touchstone Pictures released the comedy drama Good Morning Vietnam, starring Disney legend and everyone's favorite genie, Robin Williams. In 1998, Lanuba, the Cirque du Soleil show, opens at downtown Disney, Florida, and is still going strong today. In 2000, Disney's Nightmare Night Before Christmas, sorry, a two-hour special tracking the globe-circling flight of Santa aired on ABC TV. In 2002, Disney World's Caribbean Beach Resort, which had been closed since September 2002 for a rehab in the food area, reopened finally. In 2004, Disney releases Where the Red Fern Grows to DVD and VHS, as well as The Young Black Stallion, which is a prequel to The Black Stallion. Moving on to 2006, Sarah Barry and Donny Osmond gave their final Broadway performances as Belle and Gaston in Disney's hit musical Beauty and the Beast. Honestly, when I found this factoid about uh, the Beauty and the Beast musical, I had no idea that Donny Osmond himself ever even played Gaston or was affiliated with Beauty and the Beast in any way. Um, I strongly suggest you go on YouTube and look up some clips because it's pretty entertaining actually because I know Donny Osmond as Donny Osmond. Um, not as Gaston, and it's a pretty good sight to see, actually. In uh, 2007, on Snow White's 70th anniversary, Epcot's iconic spaceship Earth, which was closed for nearly half a year so far, reopened to the public with a new storyline and digital enhancements. Also in 2007, Ratatouille won Best Animated Film at the Florida Film Critics Circle Awards. And also in 2007, the goofy short How to Hook Up Your Home Theater is released with the Walt Disney Pictures feature National Treasure 2, The Book of Secrets. And closing out 2007, Disneyland welcomed 2008 Rose Bowl contenders, Illinois and Southern California football teams for a special celebration. Moving on to 2009, at Disneyland approximately 500 tuba players took the stage at Downtown Disney to perform Christmas carols for holiday shoppers. And finishing out this double week in Disney history, we finalize with 2012, in which the Walt Disney Company announced that it has completed its $4.06 billion deal to acquire Lucasfilm. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new that you maybe didn't know. Have a great week, and see you real soon. Heart with an endless joy, with a growing family, every girl and boy will be nephew and niece to me. Nephew and niece to me will bring love, hope, and peace to me. Love, hope, and peace to me. Yes, and every night will end, and every day will start with a grateful prayer and a thankful heart. An open smile and with open doors I will bid you welcome what is mine It's yours with a glass raised to toast your health With a glass raised to toast your health And a promise to share the wealth Promise to share the wealth I will sail a friendly course File a friendly charm On a sea of love and a thankful heart Life is like a journey Who knows when it ends Yes, and if you need to know The measure of a man You simply count his friends Stop and look around you The glory that you see Is born again each day Don't let it slip away 
how precious life can be. With a thankful heart that is wide awake, I do make this promise every breath I take will be used now to sing your praise. Used now to sing your praise. And to beg you to share my day. A loving guarantee that even if we part, I'll hold you close in a thankful heart. I will hold you close in a thankful heart. But Charlie, we're one day away from celebrating our first Christmas at Palm Springs. This Christmas? What do we do with the star? No, 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 we do not throw the star. We are not Christmas ninjas. Why are you so stressed out? The Duncan family. You guys are flight leagues in two minutes. Go, run! Is hitting the road. <gasps> Buy a headset. Sure. But this big family vacation. Looking for a volunteer to take a later flight in exchange for a free round trip ticket? Me. Where's your mom? He's about to take. On the next available flight is... In three days. I think we can do better. Do you want to go there? I want to go there. Yeah, a major detour. We're going to miss Christmas. I will find a way to get us to Palm Springs. How? Well? This holiday season. Where are you? On a bus. Disney Channel invites you. When are you going to get here? Do you rent cars by any chance? It's 50 bucks. We'll take it. To buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> Try the parking brake. Watch your back. One, two, three! Come on! And deck the halls. Bye, Daddy. It's a family Christmas like no other. Oh! Hey! Hey! Not the time. I think this is the best Christmas I've ever had. Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas, a Disney Channel original movie. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. 
All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And with the new year coming about, you know, it's 2015. And with that, there's all kinds of things on the horizon, including many, many news headlines. And with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to technology, also newspapers, as well as filmmaking. You know him from The Wizard, Newsies, and many other things that we're going to touch base upon. We have none other than Luke Edwards here with us. Welcome to Disney On Demand. No, thanks so much, man. It's great to... Great to be here. <laughs> you know, it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, something as monumental as, you know, the rebirth of Newsies in the last couple of years, that cult film from 1992, as well as many other things that you've been part of. The Wizard, one of my personal favorites, as well as Jeeper Creepers 2, you know, Little Big League. I mean, so many different things. I guess uh, I always like to start it the same way for many people, just because everyone has a different story. What got you into acting? Uh, well... I, I kind of just uh, happened into it. Um wasn't ever something I, I planned on. Um, I ended up going to a uh, an acting school here in L.A. Um, called the Young Actors Space. And I, I didn't know it at the time. I don't think anybody in my family knew it. But um, it was like a, uh, you know, it was kind of a proving ground for um, a lot of the the um, the really talented young people in the industry. So... Uh, you know, River Phoenix, you know, studied there, Leonardo DiCaprio, and, you know, on and on, just tons and tons of, so, um, so I just, uh, you know, I checked it out, I had a lot of fun, and um, the, the, the two women that ran the school, Diane Harden and Nora Eckstein, they, um, they would manage some of the kids, and, uh, you know, they, they made that offer to me, they said, hey, we could try and get you an agent, and, and get you rolling, and I said, hey, why not, you know, I mean, I was, seven years old I didn't really care too much one way or the other but it was fun so um so yeah that's that's kind of how I got going in it well you know and it's the kind of thing where you didn't expect it you're seven years old and now you know that kind of launched your career that's the you know it's kind of the outlet that uh, you know brought you to where you're at now and with that came a lot of great film roles television many other things you know you were on Roseanne so many other you know great television shows that everybody knows of 21 Jump Street many after school specials um, but I myself you know being not much older than yourself let's just say The Wizard was something that I was very fond of growing up and you know Nintendo and the, th- that whole film itself you know I, I can't get the phrase California out of my, my out of my head um, I guess, how did you land that role? And what was it like working on that kind of film with the likes of Fred Savage and, you know, uh, so many people that now have gone on to other things as well? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny because because I was so young and, and <laughs> because, you know, uh, kind of my focus at the time at that age was was really everywhere else. You know, I mean, I you know, I was just a, a kid. I was really mostly concerned with, you know, toys and, and Saturday morning cartoons <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't actually, I, you know, I don't really remember a lot of the, the casting process. Um, I was just talking to a friend about this. The, the woman who, um, who did cast that, um, her name was Mally Finn and she went, and that was kind of, you know, just as she was starting out and she went on to be like, you know, a, a true legend, um, in our industry in terms of casting. You know, she cast, um, you know, down the road, she ended up um, casting Titanic and The Matrix and, you know, all these huge, um, you know, these huge projects. But I don't, you know, I, I personally, I, I remember her at the time because she was so nice to me. She was so lovely. 
Um, but the the process itself, I really don't remember a lot about. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, and you know, of course, the the production itself was a great time. You know, I mean, it's it's a video game movie, and I am a kid. <laughs> it like it couldn't be any better. You know. Um, so, you know, I, I had such a blast on that. Well, you know, and it is one of those landmark movies, especially for the 80s, you know, the end of the 80s era. And it was kind of that movie where, you know, video games were really taking hold. It was a big industry. And at the same time, it was a journey movie, you know, brother journey movie. You know, a lot of great people involved with that. Now, working on the set and things like that, do you have any, you know, anything fun that you've taken away from the movie itself working on it? Or even if that was offset, just hanging out with any of the cast and the crew? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, there were so many experiences. Um, you know, I mean, for, for me, like some of the, the most fun stuff, you know, we, we got to shoot in a lot of, um, arcades. And uh, anytime there was, you know, we had downtime, which is a lot on films, um, you know, they would open up the, the front of the, the games. They would open up the front of the cabinet so I could just, so, you know, I mean, being eight years old, that was like a dream come true. <laughs> um, and then, you know, everybody, everybody on the set was really great. Um, you know, uh, Fred, Fred's brother, Ben, was was around with us a lot and it was before he had done Boy Meets World and um and he he and I were kind of closer to the same age. So Ben and I spent a lot of time on that set hanging out and playing and having fun. Um and that's that's been kind of a, a, a lifelong connection which has been nice. I mean I you know I still um see him from time to time and it's you know it's it's just like a reunion. Um and, you know and he's he's just a, a really nice guy, great guy. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's been, it's been really amazing. Um, I, I have yet to reconnect with, uh, Jenny. I haven't seen her in a long time and I know she's, you know, she's busy kind of being a rock star these days. Um, but she was, you know, she was another person who, I mean, we just, we just connected right away and we had such a great time on set. Well, and it went down to be, you know, such a great movie. Like I said, the phrase California, a lot of great landmarks. Now that's going to, you know, pushing along with, I know, all the Disney fans out there itching with Newsies. And, you know, many people considered it, you know, as a flop at the box office, so they say. But, you know, I liked the film when it first came out. And it received such a cult following over the years that, you know, they relaunched it into a Broadway musical now. And it's huge, I guess, working on Newsies and something that was kind of that, rebirth of the disney musical um was that something that i know you're young but was that something that uh you realized you were part of you know working with, on this set with so many different young actors at the time yeah i i you know we were kind of aware of it at the time it was a time when you know it, you, you could call it the the lull for musicals there really were not very many happening at that time you know now there's been sort of a but there was very little of that going on, and we were aware of that. You know, we were going, "Oh, this is interesting. We're <laughs> we're making a you know a particular type of movie here that that not many people are." Um, and you know, for Newsies, I mean, we were on the back lot at Universal, and they had rebuilt the entire back lot to be you know this turn of the century New York kind of thing. And it was just, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of downtime on movies. And it was just like, you know, 50, you know, young guys just sort of, you know, rolling around having fun. <laughs> we would, um, you know, we, we had, 
these like epic super soaker wars um, where we would run around the inside of these you know these buildings and you know shoot those. We, we messed up some of their lights and stuff. <laughs> we had you know we had a, we had a great time. There's there's a you know one of the guys made a movie that was kind of a Michael Gorgian. Um, you know he's one of the dancers. He um, uh, dancers and actors. He 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 ended up making a movie. Uh, kind of, you know, behind the scenes, it was like a, you know, it was like a horror movie, um, which is actually out there, you know, you can, people can go check it out, and the, you know, the big fans of Newsies are very familiar with it, um, so, you know, anyway, my, my only point being, um, you know, we just, we had a lot of fun, we had a lot of downtime, you know, and we just had a lot of fun, and I, you know, it was kind of interesting for me, because I was, I was one of the youngest, you know, so, um, it was uh it was an education for me in a lot of ways of uh you know uh you know anyway just uh <laughs> what what young guys are are doing for fun um it was great Definitely. You know, and, and it, you know, it's the kind of thing, like you said, you got a lot of downtime, a lot of people on the set and, you know, but the film itself has now gone down with this cult status. It's the, you know, the kind of thing where people love the soundtrack. It became a Broadway musical, um, you know, many things like that. Did you ever think in your, in your wildest dreams that it would reach that status? And then when you realized, you know, all these years later, wow, this has a huge following. Has it ever just, you know, kind of you sat back and you, it hit you where you're just like, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, I mean it it really um it, you know when when I kind of learned that it that it had this cult following cuz for many years I I just wasn't even aware. Um but when I learned that it was it was you know it's pretty shocking. Um I think for all of us, you know, um because uh, you know as you said it as far as its performance in theaters it kind of came and went. Um and so you know I think everybody just you know, I, I think everybody kind of moved on, you know, to the next thing. Um, so, but it was, you know, it was great to see that people really appreciate it. And, you know, I mean, it's it's surprising in one sense. And in another, it's it's not because it is a great film. And, you know, the the songs are are so incredible. I mean, they did such great work there. Um, you know, uh, Alan Menken and, um, you know, I mean, they just... They just, I mean, you know, they're they're very catchy. <laughs> um, I actually, um, one of my friends is um, uh, Chris Evans, who, uh, you know, he he plays um, Captain America, among other things. Um, and when I, you know, he's like this big, you know, kind of action hero star guy. But when, one night he told me that um, he's actually a big Newsies fan. And... Shockingly enough, he knows every song from the movie by heart. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so he, he sang a little bit for me, and sure enough, he does. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, there, and there you are, you know, sitting there with Captain America singing songs that, uh, you know, you recall from your youth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's pretty unbelievable. Um you know, and and at the same time, they're great songs. You know, I mean, they get stuck in my head, so you know, um, <laughs> I can see I can see the appeal. Well, and, and with that, if you had if, if you had to pick one song, which one would be your absolute favorite song? Oh, uh, King of New York for me. Is, King of New York is the one that keeps getting stuck in my head for sure. 
um, that was also that was also you know I didn't I you know I, I'm for me the singing and the dancing was a new thing it was something I had never done before and so my role as a singer and a dancer was yeah, kind of limited but King of New York was one that I actually sang on and I had a I don't know one one little you know line that was like a solo line so that was kind of exciting for me. <laughs> Um, well, you know, and Disney, you know, they decided to, you know, go ahead, you know, flush this out, have it become a Broadway musical. And, you know, with that comes legions of new fans, maybe people who are now have just rediscovered the movie and items like that. Do you ever get approached where people all, all of a sudden start approaching you now who are new fans or longtime fans and, and they're just uh, they're just obsessed with the film? Yeah, there's a there's a group of um, there's a group of of you know, really diehard fans and they've been doing it for a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, fansies or <laughs> they, they have a bunch of different, you know, names for themselves. Um, but they actually, they, they, um, so, so, uh, they brought out a bunch of the, of the guys of, of all of us, uh, when the show was in repertory in New Jersey, right before they had gone to Broadway. And, um, and these fans were, were a part of it. So they came out with us. Um, and I mean, it, it must have been a blast for them to, to, you know, meet all of us and hang with us. But it was really fun for us too, you know, because they're just so enthusiastic, you know, about the movie. Um, so, you know, they, they actually came out to New York. And then I went out, uh, a year later when it, you know, hit Broadway. I really wanted to see, you know, the, the show on Broadway. So I went back out and, and, um, and some of them came out too. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they are, it's incredible. They are just such, you know, diehard fans. They just really like, they put it all on the line, you know, for, for that stuff. So it's, it's really great to see. Now, you know, of course I'm, I'm, I'm a little older these days, so I look pretty different. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, so I I don't get so many people recognizing me necessarily (laughs) these days. Well, you know, and and with things like that, you know, like you said, you know, you're younger, you look different. But, you know, with that comes, you know, you were kind of that uh, during that era. That was the kind of films where many people were growing up with these films. And, you know, things like Little Big League as well as Mother's Mother's Boys. I mean, a lot of these films that you were part of, I mean, these are films that are kind of staples of that era. I mean, uh, you know, looking back, do you recall anything from any of these films that was that absolute uh, favorite one to work on? I mean, I know it's kind of like... uh, trying to pick your you know favorite child but is there is there one film that from that era that just really was the most fun to actually work on um well yeah i mean uh you know little big league was was a pretty important you know uh it was was a big event kind of for me life event kind of thing um you know it was it was a big you know it was a, a a big film the size of it you know for me was was you know pretty important and then i was you know i was kind of the this the you know the main character there there i i was in almost every scene um which was for me a new thing so it was extremely hard work you know it was it was um you know i was working every day six days a week long long hours um but the the great thing about that was you know we're shooting in a in a you know baseball stadium every day which is just so much fun. And then, uh, you know, we have all these, uh, these ball players come in 
um, you know, looking back on the film, it's it's really incredible the number of pro guys they got, uh, you know, to make to make cameos. Um, and you know, some of them I didn't even uh, you know know who they were at the time, but these guys are huge, you know, like legendary ball players. Um, and uh, so so that was that was quite the thrill for me, you know, um, to meet these guys and interact with them. And then you know, of course, Ken Griffey. Uh, you know, was was in a lot of the film. You know, he was actually <laughs> he was actually you know acting, and he did a great job. Um, and he, uh, you know, I mean, he was just one of the nicest guys. I mean, at that time, you know, he was probably the biggest star in baseball, but just the sweetest, nicest guy. You know, very accessible, very humble. Um, you know, so that was that was a really great experience. There was actually a time. When when uh, the the local Minnesota news was interviewing me, and uh, I guess this is like a baseball tradition kind of thing, but he came up behind me while they were interviewing me, and he gave me the shaving cream pie to the face. <laughs> um, that was that was pretty cool, you know. I mean, it, he really uh, he really kind of you know honored me there by by doing that stuff, and that, that felt good. Well, you know, and that kind of film, too, it went on, you know, it got two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. I mean, it really was one of those defining moments. And um, now moving along here, you know, you were part of many other films, too, you know, especially going into the horror genre and Jeeper Creepers and all that. Now, I guess in tying it all together, because, you know, of course, you're not this young boy anymore. You're making new stuff. And of course, David Moscow, you know, who played your brother in Newsies. Now, you guys have stayed in touch, you know, over the years and you guys are currently working on something as well, correct? That's right. Yeah, um the the next uh the next project um is going to be his directing debut. Uh and I am uh producing uh with him uh for this next uh for this next one. I've kind of um you know, I I've moved into some producing work um in the last couple of years. Um it's it's really exciting for me. I really love, you know, the process of development and having a little more um a little more influence, a little more involvement in other elements of the film, you know, um, beyond just being an actor. Um, and um, like you said, David and I have kept in touch over the years. We just sort of, you know, uh, we we just keep, you know, running into each other. We have a lot of mutual friends. Um, just feels like, you know, he's somebody that, you know, you know, I was kind of meant to be um, friends with. And and over the past couple of years, we've We've just, we, you know, he's moved into producing as well and directing and writing. And we, so we've just been looking for, you know, a project to work together on. And um, so it, you know, it, it finally came about. Um, and uh, so he's going to direct and he asked me to to help him out and produce. And um, so, yeah, it's it's very exciting. We're, we're just in, in pre-production now, but... Um, you know, uh, next uh, month and a half or so, we should we should be getting going. Well, you know, and those kind of friendships, you know, when you're working on sets, those are the kind of things, like you said, where you know, uh, you know, with Evans and as well as David Moscow, and you build up these friendships where you you know run into each other and you you know keep in contact with each other. Now, it, has that happened on a variety of different sets too, where you're still in contact with uh, you know many of the people that you've worked with over the years? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, you can't help but but make connections with people you're working, you know, every day in in you know such such close contact, such long hours. Oftentimes you're on location, you know, so you're you're in a place where you don't really know that many people, 
um, you know, so it's just natural that you, you know, you connect with those people, you know, you hang out on your, you know, off day. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of my, my, you know, lifelong friends, uh, have come around, uh, that way. Um, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's great. It's, you know, filmmaking is, is an incredible experience. It's, it's very intense, you know, it's very hard work. Um, and it's also such fun, you know, and, and it's, you know, great creative work. So you, you really, you know, you, you make, um, you make great bonds with people, um, through that process. Well, you know, and those are the kind of friendships that, like you said, they remain to be fruitful. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, you've been doing this now for so long that it's, uh, it is part of, part of your life and part of who you are. Now, I guess with that said, things on the horizon, you know, working with David on something, you know, going into producing, you know, looking back at your career, so many different things. And, you know, with Newsies and it's the 25th anniversary of The Wizard this month. I mean, so many things there. I guess for all of your fans out there, do you have anything you'd like to express to them who are, you know, tuning in and, you know, huge fans of all of your work? Oh, man, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just always really blown away. It's, it, you know, it, it touches your heart <laughs> for sure to, um, to, to you know, feel the support from people and, you know, that people get excited and, uh, you know, I mean, 25 years ago, it's, it's pretty incredible. You know, I, I don't know how much you know, you remember from, from 25 years ago in your life, but for me, it feels like, I mean, that was almost another lifetime, um, you know, and so to have people, you know, bring, bring the support and excitement back around, um, you know, this, this much later, this, this, you know, further, this much further down the line, uh, you know, it's just a, it's such a great bonus. It's just, um, it's really incredible. You know, I feel very blessed in that regard. Um, you know, so, you know, for all the people, you know, people write me on Twitter, you know, and, and, you know, we do, um, we, we did some screenings of the wizard this past summer and people came out, um, it, you know, and they're so excited. They're so, they're so friendly. They're so, you know, they're so pleased to meet me, you know, and, and I'm, I'm always just blown away because I'm very, you know, I mean, I'm excited to meet them. It's a, you know, I always, you know, just enjoy meeting new people. Um, so it's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's a, it's really a blessing, um, to have that. Well, definitely. You know, and like you said, it is almost like a lifetime ago, but yet these movies continue to influence people. I mean, I pass them on to my children. I showed my children The Wizard, and they thought the film was great, even though they didn't understand some of the video games, uh, considering the era. Uh, <laughs> they're like, what's a power glove? <laughs> You know, but, you know, it's influenced so many people's generations. You know, they love it. You know, my daughter loves Newsies. And it's just, it's those kind of things that keep it alive. And that's going to put you in that, that little niche in cinema history that people are going to look back upon. I mean, Newsies is going to be part of the Disney catalog for, you know, years and years to come, getting re-released. You know, it's right up there with, you know, Pete's Dragon, Mary Poppins, a lot of the great live-action musicals. Um, the Wizard is just one of those video gamers, uh, you know, heaven of a film. Uh, like I said, Little Big League is that that era of, uh, you know, great family entertainment and now all the new things that you have on the horizon. So I guess from all of our listeners out there and, you know, ourselves here at the show, just thanks for all the memories. And, uh, you know, it was a pleasure having you stop in. And, you know, we're going to be on the lookout for any of the newest projects you have in the works. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a blast for me to be able to talk about this stuff. 
you know. So um, I really, you know, I, I thank you. You know, I appreciate the opportunity. Matching laces, a permanent fox at the sheep's head races, a porcelain tub with boiling water, a Saturday night with the mayor's daughter. Look at me, I'm the king of New York. Certainly, I'm respectable, standing right at your lousy good stature. Nothing with all the muckety mucks, I'm flowing my dough and going deluxe. $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for all right. With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's huge. We're too late. Four feet down! Sorry about that. You maniac! They'll get there any way they can. you're doing to him all his life you've been telling him to do what you want him to do how about once you ask him what he wants to do huh now video armageddon it's gonna take a lot of guts 
You can do it! A little magic. You're the best! And the wizard, Fred Savage. The wizard. Hi, this is Bruce Boxleitner. You may know me as Tron. Right now, you're listening to Disney On Demand. Oh, my siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Required voice identification. EC82. Confirmed. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Once again, welcoming you down here to the vault. As my final gift and present to you in 2014, I'm going to bring out one of my all-time favorite Christmas Blu-rays for you. Back in 2013, we were very fortunate to have the 30th anniversary of Mickey's Christmas Carol released on Blu-ray. Where it is one of my favorite tunes, I cannot wait to give this Blu-ray review to you this Christmas. All of your favorite Disney characters have been transformed into Charles Dickens' classic Christmas Carol. Scrooge McDuck playing Scrooge, Mickey Mouse as Bob Cratchit, Goofy as Jacob Marley, Jiminy, Willie the Giant, and Pete as the ghosts of past, present, and future, Donald Duck as Uncle Scrooge's nephew, what a stretch there, Daisy, Mr. Toad, Minnie Mouse, all of them there, telling the classic tale of a man who doesn't believe in Christmas any longer until one fateful night where his past, present, and future all converge into one evening and his heart changes forever. I look back at this now and I actually see this telling so reminiscent of my, my own interpretation of A Christmas Carol that it's very difficult to go back and read the actual literature but it was so beautiful back in 1983 that I still can't believe that, that it had been so long since we had seen Mickey and the gang on the big screen. This was released back in December of 1983 along with the re-release of The Rescuers. The last time we saw something like that, the short The Simple Things back in 1953. We wouldn't see this type of tune again until 1990 with The Prince and the Pauper. It's pretty amazing. I was very thankful to see this pop into my Blu-ray player once again. It gives me the warm fuzzies every time I watch it. I will say this when you are watching the Blu-ray. You're going to find friends throughout this, from characters from Mr. Toad, to the Sword in the Stone, to every place in the Disney, I'll say, universe. The unfortunate thing is, is that the Blu-ray transfer could have been a little bit better. I have a feeling that there aren't many film prints left of this classic, and we're getting to a point where the restoration is going to become harder and harder each time. But I will say, I'm glad we have it to save for prosperity's sakes. You're going to get a ton of extra bonus shorts when it comes to some special features and extras in this Blu-ray. You get five animated shorts, Yodelberg from 2013, The Hockey Champ from 1939, Pluto's Christmas Tree, which is so fun, from 1952, and The Art of Skiing in 1941, and Corn Chips from 51. All of them, tons of fun. 
I love it when they placed many of the shorts onto these Blu-rays, because some of them don't have a place to go, and to be able to have them as an extra on a Blu-ray just makes it even more fun. The great thing is, is that they have placed them all into an HD format, so there will be some stretching, but it still looks beautiful. There is something called a Disney intermission within it, which is a different special feature within this disc. Anytime you press pause, you're going to get themed sing-along songs with Mickey and friends. We know that there are many sing-along versions of many of our favorites. High School Musical, Frozen being the latest incarnation. Why not have Mickey and the gang join in? Well, gang, the curtain's coming down and the popcorn's empty. It can only mean one thing. It's time to say goodbye to you and all my company. But fear not, my friends. The presents that are flowing out from the vault are just beginning. 2015 looks like to be a wonderful year when it comes to new Blu-ray releases, and I will be giving them to you in abundance. Well, at least until I start getting them, and, well, Santa knows my list. So until then, gang, we'll see you next week when another Blu-ray comes out from the vault to you from me. Until then, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies is just a snowfall away and inside of all of you. Trooper. And their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. demand memory hey there d team it's nathan and i'm here with some 2014 memories of mine um i did a lot of fun things this year so it'd be really hard to narrow down to just a few things but uh let's see i was very excited uh earlier th earlier this year <clears throat> in the summer uh me and my family my girlfriend and daughter we went up to chicago actually and we saw 
we went to the MSI, which is the Museum of Science and Industry, and up there they had a exhibit at the museum, which is actually still going until uh, I think a few more days now, actually, into the new year. But it's the uh, <clears throat> it's the D23 Expo exhibit, and I talked about it on a pre previous show, but. If you guys haven't been there or you have a chance to go to Chicago, uh, I believe it's actually moving from Chicago and going to a bunch of other different cities, but uh, if you don't, if you get a chance to go, I would highly recommend it. It's a great museum, it, uh, like museum piece and area. You, you go in and they have like a great opening movie from Walt and uh, just some of the background of him. Uh, it does dig a little bit into the park side of things, but a lot of it is also really like animation based so more of like the cartoons and things of that nature uh, there's a lot of classic Disney nostalgia there it's you know unfortunately don't really get to touch anything uh, but it's just the fact that you're there and it's right in front of you I mean there's things from your childhood um, that just like you're like wow I I knew it existed but I didn't know it actually existed if that makes sense uh, so that was a really cool experience um, there's lots of props there and things of that nature, so I think it goes till about January 3rd or 5th, but uh, uh, you should go and uh, Google the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago and find out if you're near there, or see if it's coming to a city near you soon. Um, let's see, wrap things up, just a few other memories off the top of my head. Uh, my daughter Natalie, she ended up having a Young Authors Conference again this year. She won the last two years in a row. This year she ended up getting a uh, first place ribbon. Um, she ended up not going to the convention, but I'm still really proud of her. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, recently, uh, over the weekend for Christmas, I surprised my family with tickets to the symphony in St. Louis, and we went to go see Pixar in concert. Uh, it's just a, basically it was a silent film. They had all the Pixar movies going from the beginning all the way up to current, uh, which is Monsters University, and basically they just took snippets and scenes from the movie and, uh, snippets as well from the orchestra of the uh, soundtrack and they played it live. Uh, that was really cool actually. Um, I know it's not just in St. Louis, it's actually gone already, so it's moving around the nation. You should see if that's around you as well. Really great time. Um, but yeah, there's just uh, some other small things. We went up to uh, we went up to Chicago again this year and went to that Six Flags there. We grew up on Six Flags in St. Louis here, and it'll always be Six Flags to me, but that Six Flags up there, I, I joked in the car on the way up there saying, our very first time a few years ago, you watch, we're going to get up here, it's five hours away from home, and it's going to be the Disney World of Six Flags. Sure enough, we swiped our season passes, walked right through the front door, and uh, once, once we saw that double-decker carousel across the lake, <laughs> we, we, we knew. Um, I really think one of my most favorite memories of 2014, though, actually happened recently on uh, Christmas Day, or at Christmas night, actually. Um, just a little bit of a background story, my uh, girlfriend's dad has been hounded by our daughter over and over and over repeatedly for birthdays and Christmas and anything that's gift-related for about four years now, uh, to give her a real-life bunny. and. Uh, this year for Christmas, uh, four years later, he finally came through on that. We've been wanting to get her a bunny for a long time, but just haven't really pulled the trigger, and uh, and uh, it was much surprised to all of us. We didn't have a clue at all. And But uh, our daughter Natalie, she is 100% excited, and we all are, and it's the bunny uh, has actually grown on all of us. 
She's a female, and her name is Snowflake, named by my daughter. And uh, I'm sure whenever she hears this show, she'll be 100% excited that Snowflake got her uh, her 30 seconds of fame on, on a Disney radio show. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I think that's probably one of my, one of my top few favorite ones that, uh, finally happened. We're all really excited about that. But yeah, it's been a really prosperous 2014. It's had its ups and downs just like any year, but, uh, still going strong and I can't wait to see what's going to happen next year. So, uh, happy new year to all you listeners and your families and thanks for listening all year. If it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Hey there, D-Heads. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Paige here with our final all-new magical music review for 2014. Now, even with the big day past and New Year's Eve approaching, I haven't turned off my Christmas music yet. For one last Christmas kick this season, I've set my sights on an album I've been eyeing for years. I'm a huge fan of a particular group of Disney's characters. When I was growing up, there were only six of these ladies. Now there are twelve. Have you guessed it yet? I'm a huge fan of the Disney princesses, and in 2005, Disney released the Princess Christmas album. New songs were written, and the princesses also recorded some classic Christmas tunes as well. With all this said, let's take a listen as the Disney princesses help us keep the holiday spirit just a little bit longer with their Christmas album. One of my favorite Christmas songs is taken on by Cinderella and the Mice. Christmas is the most wonderful time of year. Cinderella leads us into the song, and we are then introduced to our mice friends, who are fairly reminiscent of the chipmunks when they sing together. As the song progresses, the mice even split lines into short solos. It's a beautifully light instrumental. With violins, bells, woodwinds, and a little percussion along with other instruments, it complements Cinderella and the mice nicely. It gives an extra sense of wonder and magic to this classic song. Enjoy! Thank 
kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. I was just going to say that <laughs> it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. With the start of this next song, you can probably guess our next princess. With the flute and strings, it sounds like a song you might find around Jamestown. Pocahontas brings us silver and gold. This song may sound familiar to you. It's probably most recognized as the song sung by Sam the Snowman or Burl Ives in the classic 1964 special Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But here's the big difference. We have new lyrics. Pocahontas wouldn't have been looking at a Christmas tree. Instead of singing silver and gold decorations on every Christmas tree, decorations on every Christmas tree are replaced with In the Sunlight and the Sky That Covers Me, and later with Cannot Hold Me or Ever Shine As Bright As The Love I Feel Tonight. These two lines aren't the only differences. We also have additional verses. Take a listen to Pocahontas' take on this classic song. Oh, 
Now, Mickey and the gang, Pooh and friends, and the Muppets all have covers of our last song. It was only fitting that our classic six ladies have their own version. Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, and Jasmine bring us the 12 days of Christmas, replacing the well-known lyrics with their own. Each princess has inserted her own special gifts into the verses. The instrumentation is simple in the background. There isn't much more to tell you. This is a song for you all to enjoy. Ladies, take it away. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a magical shell of the sea. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two glass slippers and a magical shell of the sea. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three fairy wishes, two glass slippers and a magical shell of the sea. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four storybooks, three fairy wishes, two glass slippers and a shell of the sea on the fifth day of christmas my true love gave to me five emerald rings four storybooks three fairy wishes two glass slippers and a magical shell of the sea on the sixth day of christmas my true love gave to me six mice of sewing five emerald shell of the sea on the seventh day of christmas my true love gave to me seven dwarfs a dancing six mice a sewing five emerald rings four storybooks three fairy wishes two glass slippers and a magical shell of the sea on the eighth day of christmas my true love gave to me Shine. Seven dwarfs a dancing, six mice a sewing, five emerald rings, four storybooks, three fairy wishes, two glass slippers, and a magical shell of the sea. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine roses blooming, eight crowns a shining, seven dwarfs a dancing, six mice a sewing, five emerald rings, four storybooks. Fairy wishes, two glass slippers, and a magical shell of the sea. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten mermaids swimming, nine roses blooming, eight crowns a shining, seven dwarfs a dancing, six mice a sewing, five emerald rings, four storybooks, three fairy wishes, two glass slippers, and a magical shell of the sea. Eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pies of baking, ten mermaids swimming, nine roses blooming, eight crowns a shining, seven dwarfs a dancing, six mice a sewing, five emerald rings, four storybooks, three fairy wishes, two glass slippers, and a magical shell of the sea. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve. Six mice a sewing, five emerald rings, four storybooks, three fairy wishes, two glass 
with that, we've come to the end of our last Magical Music Review for 2014. I hope you've enjoyed this year's reviews. I'll be back with more from my Disney Music Library in 2015. If anyone has any suggestions for something you'd like to hear, any songs you'd like some information on, or any feedback at all, I'm all ears. You can get me at page at disradio.com. That's P-A-I-G-E at disradio.com. Until next time, D-Heads, have a wonderful New Year's, and I'll see you next year. See ya! D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand, a new kind of Disney show, only on DizRadio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. All right, all of you D-Heads, so I'm back once again, and I hope you enjoyed our New Year's Eve show, the last show of 2014, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Luke Edwards for stopping in here. Great classic films that many people grew up with, as well as being part of Disney's iconic Newsies. Thanks, Luke, for stopping in and talking with us and spending this New Year's Eve with all of us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D-Team, yes, Aaron, Nathan, Paige, and Jason, all for stopping in here this week. Thank you for stopping in with your signature segments all throughout 2014, as well as the D-Team of Lexi and Caitlin as well, who have made significant roles here at the show. You make the magic happen. And remember, if you want to connect up with the D-Team, definitely drop them a line at DizRadio.com, our official website, and you can email each of them directly right there. So thank you, team, for stopping in here this week. And most of all, I'd like to thank you, the D-Heads. 2014 was a great show here at Diz Radio and it has made in part because of you, the D-Heads. You make the show happen. We do this show for you and I am glad to say 2014 was full of some great things. Fantastic guests, great people on the horizon, fantastic news, D-Team and more. So thank you, the D-Heads, for making the show what it is. So it is the end of 2014, New Year's Eve. I'm going to get some rest being slightly sick here, but I am also going to count down those last few minutes and watch those fireworks on the Disney Parks blog website so I can go ahead and, you know, enjoy some uh, last-minute New Year's Eve traditions. And, of course, with my family, the kids, the wife, all of us. We celebrate New Year's Eve eating calamari, having fun, and playing video games and just making it the magic of the night. And before I let you go, I want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. DIZRadio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue or Diz Radio. And remember, you can always get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your tablet, your iPod, and more. Just search Diz Radio or Disney Blue and subscribe in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, what are you doing this New Year's Eve? Happy New Year's, great 2014, and and as I always say, as we get busy, as times get crazy, never neglect family for business. Happy New Year, all of you D-Heads, and I will see you in 2015. Much too early in the game 
You know I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you You chose, you chose Out of a thousand invitations Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.